All right, here we are. Episode three, Approved Legends. We are here. Number Trace. What's up, Approved Legends listeners? We are back at it. We got some guests over yonder. We got, introduce yourself actually, Jesse over here. Uh, Joel over here. Joel Adams, uh, 48 kilo royalty member. Continue. Jesse Toki, uh, 2016 Olympian, 59 kilos, Rio, two-time world team member, coach at LOG. Hey, there you go. All right, yeah, so we wanted to get you guys in here. I think it's a, it's a unique opportunity and, like, a unique situation that you two have, like, with each other. Like, we were talking about it yesterday, just kind of putting it all together and, like, just kind of the dynamic of former world team member, former Olympian, kind of bringing on the new wave, you know? And I think, you know, first of all, like, I would like to kind of just break down like what the IDA is and like the reason that Joel is even in Beersford, South Dakota. Joel is originally from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, he's been there and grown up wrestling out there, had a good career, right? You're a national champion, Greco, before. Um, <clears throat> when did you start wrestling Greco and freestyle? I, I started wrestling freestyle and Greco in my first year of folk style. It's like when I was four, I think. You started wrestling when you were four, and yeah. then you just did all three styles? I think so. I you guess. had a good coach. <laughs> yeah, they, they that, got it. They that understood. Is, that is interesting. That is awesome. Yeah, I didn't get to start till my second year of wrestling. I won Greco and freestyle state before folk style state. Shoot, and I didn't even start freestyle and Greco. My first freestyle and Greco match was a, when I was a sophomore in high school. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't man. even have a freestyle practice until yeah. Terry got to Quincy. That's crazy. When, when I was a freshman. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So That's crazy. Where are you from, Jesse? Germantown, Wisconsin. So Wisconsin? 10, 15 minutes north of Milwaukee. Okay. Okay, solid. Are you cheese said? Born and raised. Family of season tickets. Family of season okay. tickets from when they used to play in Milwaukee back when it was the World Championships before the Super Bowl. Fair, fair, fair. That's well, deep. Big lines. I like I like cheese and I like good quarterbacks. <laughs> You're probably not too happy with a. No, I'm joking. You can't really throw quarterbacks shade good. at Aaron Rodgers. I know. A little bit of a drama between them. Hopefully they shape it up this year. We'll he see. deserves it. He can do. Yes and no. That that uh Hill Mary throw at the end of the Lions and Packers. What was it? 2017. And then again in the playoffs against the Cardinals. And they yeah. forgot to cover Larry Fitzgerald in overtime. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy. Uh, yeah. The one guy they're supposed to yeah. cover. That's awesome. But, um, so you guys have been doing freestyle and Greco for a minute. You started later. Yeah. I started way, way later. Actually, I don't think I've really started yet. <laughs> yeah. Just like, we didn't, we don't focus on that too much in my portion of Michigan. We just... Don't go much into it, but you guys have been training together for how long now? Since August. Yeah, so since August. So Joel was a member of the IDA, which is the International Development Academy. So we that's what that stands for. So it's the okay. second second year of this program. Uh, we're just about to kind of finish up the second year of the program, and basically what it is is it's kind of a twofold uh, program. There's uh, athletes that live on campus. We're up to fifteen. This year, athletes that lived on campus from fourth grade all the way up to seniors in high school. And then... Through the year? Through the year, yeah. So they come, come here, they attend... Beer, yeah, they go to Beersford High School. Um, we take them in the you bus. Do? 
Yep, he goes to Barrysburg High School. Well, it's like middle, a middle school. school and high school. It's, yeah. it's a small town, so they're connected. Oh, so it's 7th, 8th, all the way up to 12th? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yep, so we, we started that, and Joel was a, a member of our second team um, this year, and it was our bigger. We're kind of just slowly progressing and growing um, the, the IDA. And really, like, I mean, we're seeing the the main focus is international styles, freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling. And, you know, really, like, we've got some Greco-Roman, like, young savages, and they've, they've kind of taken it. And I don't think, you know, Jesse can speak on this. Like, Greco's not the sexy style. No, no. no. It's, it's not the sexy style. It's not the, the style that, that gets the most pub. But you can see it in our kids. Like, they just have latched onto it and they gravitated to it. And they, they kind of like that. They, they, they have they that little chip on their shoulders. Like, the grunginess of yeah. Greco. Yeah, very well sure. said. Again, in their pummeling. It is rough. Like, yo, it's a fist fight. Like, it, it's yeah. a straight up fist there's, fight. There's, <laughs> no, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. If you're going to get exposed real quick if you got any holes on Ask me how I know. Yeah. You know? And so I got these ears. So it's, but yeah, I think they definitely, our guys are gravitated to her. I hope I helped with part of that, for that toughness, that grunginess. And they, they do, they put a chip on their shoulder and they love it sometimes to a fault. So right, for sure. I'm working on the sexiness, trying to, <laughs> yeah. try to make it a little sweeter. So they, they represent in Greco, but how, how does that correlate over to freestyle and folk style? I mean, it just, it's we're, just we're, so, much, so many more weapons to their arsenal, absolutely. I can only imagine. Absolutely, danger. Like, you know, and that kind of circled back when Joel got here. You know, I think you were having some problem in folk style, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. like, you were winning a bunch of matches, like two to zero yeah. and two to one. And I'm like, like I'm like, dude, like, go get to their body. Like, go put them in motion, like get underneath them. And once I think you started realizing like, yo, it's not just, it's not just Greco. It's not just folk style. It's not just freestyle. It's a mix. Yeah. Like, well, just wrestle to your highlights or to your, your, your strongest points, you know? And I mean, can you speak on that a little bit? Like what, what do you kind of, what did you kind of feel like was a difference? Cause there's kind of two parts to your season in my mind, and Jess can speak on it too, just watching him, but two parts to your like, season this year where we were kind of having some frustrating times, and all of a sudden it was like, bam! Like, yo, like, he's here. Yeah, I, I want to say that uh, one of the things that helped me wrestle better in folk style for sure is, you know, not being afraid to get to the body. Yeah. And that correlated to Greco. And another thing was probably you know, just staying in the fight because Greco pretty much is a literal fist fight. And so, you know, not being afraid to hand fight, not being afraid to move around really helped me set up my attacks. And so that's what helped me get better at freestyle folk style. Yeah. Into legs. And it's that attack, 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 you know, mindset. Because in Greco, what, passive? Is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they ding those real quick. Folk style, you get away, you know, you get a couple circle outs. You can't, put your, head, you can't put your head down in Greco. Yeah. You can't put your head down. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, so you gotta defend without without you know, putting <laughs> your it's, it's completely yeah. different. Um Yeah, you'll have those in your career where you just you hit ruts and you're like nothing's working. For me it's my transition from like high school Greco and juniors to uh full on senior level Greco in twenty twelve. Now I got my butt kicked every single day 
Ellis, Coleman, Joe Betterman, Jimmy Chase. I mean, all my buddies used to just, I'd hate going to practice. <laughs> but you know what? I went from never winning a match at Junior Worlds to taking bronze and uh, taking fourth at the Olympic trials, um, bumping up a weight to 60 kilos. How old were you when you got fourth at the Olympic trials? 19. That's crazy. So, you know, and I lost to Ellis in the semis, right. who was the same age as me and made the Olympic team. Um, you'll have that. Where all of a sudden it was just like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. This is terrible. I don't want to go in there. Nothing's working. What's going on? It doesn't matter if it's folks out, pre-style Greco. Like, rest, I think the best way to sum up kind of what you were talking about is wrestling is wrestling. Good position is good position. Good hand fight is good hand fight. Sure, you got to tweak and adjust some things. Some heavy hands with some heavy hands. If you're in a two-on-one or an underhook, if you're in inside tie, elbow control, wrist control, whatever. So I think once you started realizing that it's just wrestling, it's just a couple of different rules, a couple of different things, you know, the natural uh, athlete just took over. And that's hopefully, and I believe that, that a lot of our other kids are starting to realize too. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see how the foundations just, they parallel, whatever mm-hmm. style, like what you're saying, heavy hands is heavy hands. Good position is good position. And I like that, but I think you just open yourself up to so many more positions. You're, you know, you're in that dig in that pummeling position more often. You're going to be comfortable with it. It's going to, and folks, I know a lot of my kids back at home are just, we're kind of not scared, but we don't want, they don't welcome it as they should. It's more the circle, you know, get your hips back, look for a leg attack. Where, they're uncomfortable because yeah. they know they're not it's, it's exactly. not a strength where that can literally open the floodgates for getting to your level tax getting your snap down go behind hand fighting making them take a, uh, a poor shot easy scores that way and that it all gets set up from there but if you don't push yourself you know in those advantageous situations for you especially you're not going to see those scores mm. they're going to block you with their head they're going to run away they're going to down block circle you're going to chase and then they're going to make a pay mm-hmm. yeah College is rough. <laughs> College is rough. Um, yeah, so, like, kind of circling back a little bit, too, to kind of Joel's year. Like, even even the way that we even got you here or started the conversation with you was at a, some random tournament yeah. down in Fremont, Nebraska last year. And I, you had come to camp. That's how I had known you. You're always a little jokester at camp, so pretty easily recognizable. Nebraska boys wrestling club and so I was like you know I asked you I think what's your favorite style what would you say Greco you said Greco wrestling I was like it's like dude you gotta you gotta do the IDA those darn Omaha boys in their Greco it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy shout out Rayvon <laughs> um, and then I talked to your dad and it kind of happened really fast we got you here so tell me just a little bit about or tell us a little bit about the IDA and the experience that you had here just throughout the year? One of the biggest things that I think about when I think about my year here is the relationships that I've built. Mm -hmm. You know, at school with teachers, especially with coaches, you know, new teammates here, teammates that live with me, teammates that just come to practice, and, you know, building a healthy relationship with my coaches so that, you know, like, we kind of get each other, and that's what really helps make me better is having a better relationship with coaches and teammates. <clears throat> and another thing would be, obviously, Greco-Roman wrestling because 
once I found out that you guys took it a lot more seriously than back in Omaha, I was like, I really wanted to get into this now. And so as the year progressed, I really kind of found myself getting better, you know, just with little things, positioning, throwing, just, you know, a bunch of little different aspects and Greco, which also transitioned the other styles that I also wrestled. Right. Was there, could you like pinpoint a moment or was it just kind of like a steady progression? Was there a moment where it hit you like, oh, this is, this stuff is working? Definitely. I would rather say a steady progression. Um, but you know, just, uh, catching up with kids in practice that were like, you know, beating me at the beginning of the year. And, you know, as the year progressed and as I started to practice more and focus more on Greco, you know, that's when I started to beat them. And yeah. so I was like, wow, I'm, I'm getting better. You know, I'm, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. You know, right. Yeah. It's funny. I was scrolling through my phone, you know, I videotape so much of practice and I have all these you know videos of you guys drilling and you guys training and it's like I look back and it was literally in August last year of, of <laughs> videos of you guys training and it's like it, it's night and day difference who like, is this guy right like it's it's crazy who's this guy you know like like and it's hard I think in the moment like even for us like we're so close to it we're so involved that it's like like it's like sometimes it'd be like you know this sh- isn't working like what do we what the hell do we got to change like what but then you look back and you're like whoa like it is working it, it is working it is like these you you guys are developing at such a crazy rate and like for me like it you know like I said I didn't wrestle freestyle and grappling until I was a sophomore like so I see you guys and I'm like you guys are just like just on this fast forward button you know and I'm just like I, I'm impressed and I'm you know I've told people before like the IDA like I don't know if I could have done the IDA when I was younger like it, it was it's such a high level of dedication it's such a hot for not only you but your family like mm-hmm. the, all the people involved everyone is is just it it takes that like we don't have any kid in the IDA that that their family isn't all in for them it takes a ginormous support system. One hundred percent. I think they call it a village, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, they're, just, they're just submerging wrestling. They get they get hit with everything throughout the year. Legs, upper body parts, hair, right, counter offense. Yeah. I mean, you name it, we're going over it. So they're just all around developing better and better. And when they find their groove, whatever it is, whether it's Greco freestyle, collegiate, they'll just take off and. I mean, obviously, here's a prime example of it. So it's exciting. It feels really good. Um, you know, we talk about, we often forget, like, how far we've gone so fast, you know. And then we look at those those dumb videos on our phone. Yeah. And you see, like, I don't even recognize that guy that's in front of us now. Like, that's a young man. He's just a little boy here. and didn't even know what was going on. So it's, I think it's healthy to remind ourselves how far we've come. But obviously, our job is to continue to push you as far as you let us. So... This will be the only evidence that I ever said that. <laughs> what, uh, so like, just through your experience, like, what, what have you kind of taken away from your athletic preparation for the world championships, for the Olympics, that, like, maybe you changed as a, as a coach? Like, you maybe, okay, this didn't work for me, maybe, um, I want to, I would change this if I co or as I'm coaching Joel, or as I'm, you know, giving him advice to prepare for, um, 
a big competition like this? I was I was pretty blessed in 2016. I had my coach, Mumir Pekovic, that had been coaching me since I was at the Olympic Training Center since I was 16 um, in my first junior world team. So I was lucky to have him by my side the whole time. Um, probably the, my favorite and the best coach I've ever met. And I used my world team coach in 2013. It was Coach Ahad. Uh, he, he runs the Greg RTC out at Cornell. Um, if you know anything about Ahad, he's Iranian. If you know anything about Iranians, no one trains harder and crazier. Um, yeah, but it's just, I mean, and uh, just sorry to interrupt, but uh, Garrett's out there right now. Mm-hmm. He texted me yesterday, said they had a three-hour practice, and he lost 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. So Garrett was, uh, it was our senior IDA member this year, and he graduated and went right out to Cornell and right into it, <laughs> right onto into the, the fire. Onto the next one, yeah. So I, I, I was very lucky that in my in my journey, I had really, really good coaches that I could trust. Um, and so I look back and I think, man, I didn't realize how much I knew these guys when I lied on them. So looking back now, so that's what I want to be there for you. That whatever you need, you one hundred percent. Like I said, building those relationships. If you don't trust us, nothing will work. Exactly. Nothing will work. That's why. That's literally what we do um i had coaches that i could trust and they pushed me obviously all the way to the olympic games and so this is just the uh this is just the beginning you know and we'll, we'll just keep pushing forward from here so it's exciting and i hope uh, to get the job get the job done for you as an athlete and you said he has the ability to qualify for two different teams next year yeah two different age groups so yeah you're, you're still u15 next year yeah, correct? and and cadet and cadet that's huge. You can do both. Uh, yeah, you yeah. can. My uh, close family friend and wrestler, Peyton Omania, he just made the U23 team and the junior team. Oh, wow. I've known him since he made his first cadet, before his first cadet team, um, through Robbie Smith and Coach Halverson out. In, uh, De La Salle. Yeah, but you're a concord. Yeah, so I've known him since he was like this big, and I just made two world teams. I had to give it up to him. I've never done that. If uh, yeah, if you are listening and want to see dudes get bombed, pull up some YouTube of him. Like he <laughs> he will put He's got dudes. a nice duck under him. Yeah, <laughs> he will put dudes on their heads. Pretty a much better headlock. Yeah, nasty. I think I've seen him. Uh, Headlock a kid in like fifteen seconds at Fargo. It might have been quicker. He waited that. that long. I think it might have been quicker. He probably had to use the bathroom. <laughs> he waited that long. <laughs> um, okay, so Joel, like, kind of, kind of wrapping things up. So, what's your mindset, like, going into the World Championships? What are you kind of doing to prepare yourself mentally? Mentally, that's it. All right, so. I'm really trying to build up my confidence more, especially during practice. Um, and, you know, I'm really starting to try to talk to Jesse and my coaches more about, you know, what should I do in this position? You know, what should I do with everything? <clears throat> to, like, kind of ensure my mind that, you know, what I'm doing to help prepare myself is absolutely what I need to do. And I need to keep doing it. And so <clears throat> to mentally prepare myself, you know, like whenever I wake up, I'm like, how many days until the World Championships? And I'm like, oh, I have this much time left. I have to get better. And so, you know, it's more, for mentally, to me, it'd be more confidence and, you know, trying to really build confidence in myself, you know, so I'm not scared on the mat because, you know, I've had mat fear all the time. You know, especially on a big competition like this, it's like, bro, like, you don't know when you're not going to be able to wrestle ever again. So, you know, you, you only have such a short amount of time 
you know, whether this is the only world team you make, you, you have to make the best of it. You absolutely have to. You know, like, don't even think about what the people are doing. You know, don't even think about, you know, if they're watching or not. Just go out there. Just go out there and have fun. Don't even think about winning. If you have fun, you know, you're going to win. It's just pretty much guaranteed if you have fun. If you don't think about winning and you're just confident in yourself, you're just going to soar high. So that's what I'm trying to work on. That's, well said. Yeah. How are you again? Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love that. I love that. I, I think that's the mentality for approaching anything that you want to succeed in. Like, if you can make it fun, like, there, there's another level to it every single time. Like, the more fun you have, the better you're going to be. The more, you know, the more you're going to learn, the more open you are. It's, you know. It's not work. No, it's for sure. Fun. It's not work. And your confidence comes through your training. Mm-hmm. That's where you build your confidence. You already said it. So I guess we just keep doing what we're doing, huh? Yes, sir. Exactly. What's your biggest uh, obstacle, I guess, versus the whole confidence thing? By the way, the Matt Fear term. Never heard that. That's real. I like that a lot. I'm going to use that. That is a Matt I mean, that's Fear. A, yeah, that's a, that's a that real is, thing for sure. I like that. But um, besides that, your weight just... Do you know any of the people on your charts? How does that, or your brackets? You've never wrestled these fools? I have no idea who they are. Really? You probably can't even pronounce half the names or anything? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, talk about weight. Um, does that come off easy? I'm not really too worried about my weight right now. I'm kind of more worried about nutrition, you know, like, am I, am I drinking? Am I eating right? And, you know, because then, you know, in the long run, then it'll come off easier depending on where I'm eating and drinking. You know, if I'm eating a bunch of, you know, bad stuff, you know, obviously it's not going to come off a lot easier. Um, so for weight, as long as I just kind of keep my nutrition in the right place, then it shouldn't be that hard getting my weight down. And I have a bunch of, you know, coaches and peers here that can also help me get my weight down, tell me exactly what I need to do, so I'm not too worried about that. I like it. I like and it. Joel is habitually the last one to make weight. Oh. Habitually. Yeah. Which I'm mad at because – I was the same way. It takes after me. <laughs> but but you can you can bet like Joel will be the last one to make make weight. Right then. Am I wrong? No. As long as you make it. As long as you make it, bro. We don't lose Every this time game. I made weight like that I won. There you yeah. go. Oh, Jihad said I came out like a tiger the next day because I was so hungry. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I like that. Alright. Anything else say? Well, we definitely we're gonna get some footage of you training. Yeah. Hopefully, do some field workouts. Get the drone out there. Yeah. make yeah. Bulgarian bags in the soccer field. There we go. Green more. It's I mean, like ninety degrees today. That'd be good. Perfect. Sounds so fun. All right. Um. Besides that, probably gonna keep coming at you twice a week. Yep. Yep. I like the whole Monday, Friday, or Monday, Thursday. Earlier in the week, get that ins inspiration we get that mm-hmm. momentum going and then friday kind of tap it off i like stuff like this yeah but I, and that works for our camps too getting the coaches in here try to get mcdonough in here next week speaking yeah, of if you camps can, if you can pick those guys brains when yeah here, that's i fine. mean yeah you'll learn more than yourself than maybe even the people watching no doubt for sure and that's, that's what it's i mean about. that's the best part about like interviewing people and talking to people is just picking their brains and, and learning and getting getting all that insight so yes speaking of camps next week we on the june 10th we start our elite 40 first one a small group camp um that goes 10th through the 13th and then on the 12th through the 14th 
we have uh, the Matt camp, and both of those are going to have uh, Coach McDonough, Iowa Hawkeye national champion, for, uh, current Wisconsin assistant coach. Okay. Uh, so he'll be here in-house. He does a great job. He's a phenomenal teacher. Kids love him. And so if you're not signed up, I suggest to get signed up. You can add um, Legends Gold Instagram, Facebook, or just DM Jay Snell is a good way to go about it. Jay Snell. That was then, good. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. That was good. And then uh, at Approved Sports, Instagram, at Approved Sports, Facebook. We have technique videos. Same with Legends Gold. People are training daily around here, so we at least get some sort of technique, some training advice, nutrition, what have you. It's out there. Yes, sir. Joel, thank you. Jesse, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Do it again.